Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. everyone welcome to king legend talks this is the one and only your host king legend 757 and today i am joined by the wonderful the one and only darren henson from the bronx how you doing today sir i'm doing well i give thanks i give thanks absolutely how um, you doing? i'm amazing i can't complain i just want to say thank you in advance for sharing the platform with me um I know we're about to have an, a, a very enlightened conversation. Um, I'm looking forward to it, my brother. Uh, for you guys who may not know who this is, I'm speaking to somebody who wears many hats right now. And as a matter of fact, he has a hat on right now in the, in the live. He wears many hats. Um, he, a dancer, choreographer, actor, author. I mean, he's definitely been putting in that work ethic that we like to talk about on the show. Uh, that's a big deal here. Um, he's worked with many people, people such as Prince, Michael Jackson, Britney Spears, the Spice Girl. He was the winner of the 2000 MTV Music Award for Best Choreography, you know, for the American Boy Band NSYNC. You probably know him as the what I like to call the rival for, for uh, DJ in Stomp the Yard. You know, he played the character Grant. So, and, you know, he's constantly working, you know, and, and we're going to talk about the family business, of course, you know, season four, if we can. So Orlando Duncan from the season uh, for the family business, go ahead and, and let everybody know how you feeling today, my brother. Well, like I said, I, I, I give thanks. I appreciate you for having me on this platform. I give thanks to Jen Traeger for making this happen. Uh, peace, love, and light to all of those people out there. Um, I pray that all of you are happy, healthy, safe, and well. And I hope that uh, this telecast gets to uh, bless somebody. So hopefully we'll talk about something that will make a difference in people's lives. Absolutely. I definitely appreciate that. Um, so you're a very busy man. As we discussed, you wear many hats. Share with us that transition you made to find your identity and what was that process like when you started to walk in your purpose? My identity. Um, yeah. 
forgive me, but I think a better way to describe it is for me to really know when I was going to come into my own. I would say it that way. Um, I, I always identify as me and I always have. Um, mm -hmm. So, but early on, you know, I grew up in the Bronx in New York and um, very early on, I knew that I loved communication. I knew I loved music. I knew I loved um, to express myself. And I did that through dance um, and I did that through language. Mm -hmm. So very early on, I started dancing as most people know, who know mm -hmm. me. Um, and that was my form of expression when it came to entertainment, dance. Um, but I also love language. I speak three different languages. Wow. I speak French, Japanese, and Spanish. So, and I use those in my life now still. Mm -hmm. you know, I've learned that once you learn something, nobody can take it away from you. you know? But if you don't learn it, you can never use it. It can never help you. But once you learn something, like really learn it, you can utilize it and it will assist you throughout your life. So I, I, I've been a, uh, a student of information mm. um, and, and knowledge for a very long time. Um, and, you know, when it came to me wanting to express myself, uh, I learned that dance was an easy way, it was a creative way, and it was an energetic way for me to express myself in life. And, and so dance was definitely one of the first ways that I learned how to communicate with people outside of, you know, regular conversations. Absolutely. Now, I definitely don't want to skip over the fact that you know three languages. That's amazing. Really is. Like, um, for most people, it's hard to learn just one extra language. So for you to take on a task and learn three, gosh almighty, what was that? How did you do it? Let's let's start there. What was your process to to learn and and remember the languages the way that you did? Um, was it just a lot of practice, a lot of repetition? Um, well, you just said it. Repetition is the mother of skill. The more you do something, the better you get at it. So the more you do something the right way, the better you'll get at it. The more you do something the wrong way, the better you'll get at it. So if repetition is the mother of skill than something that you practice and you use. So I not only studied the languages on paper, but I used them in my daily life very, very early on. I grew up around a lot of Latinos and, you know, African-American. Well, every, everybody was very, very diverse. Um, one of the things about me was I never saw myself as Black. You know, I was friends, am friends with, with everyone, anybody who's open to you know, expression of love and, and, and communication I'm open to. So it wasn't just about being a black guy. It wasn't about being a black dancer or a black choreographer. You know, mm -hmm. I'm universal. And so I live my life that way. And so when it came to languages, I accepted them as possibilities. So I learned to speak Spanish first. Uh, then I learned to speak Japanese. I lived in Japan as well. So I was able to utilize the language um, and then I learned French. Wow. So, uh, and I traveled in um, Paris a lot. Um, I used to go to Bercy all the time, Belgium, Belgique. Um, so those places I frequented um, a lot um, in, in my early 20s. 
And mm -hmm. so I, I practice the languages often and, and still do. So um, I find in French, you would say, c'est pas difficile. It's, it's, it's not difficult, you know? That's amazing. <laughs> and I love the way you put that. I wish I knew French. So one day I want to learn it, okay? I want to challenge myself to learn it. Uh, right now I'm currently working on my, my Spanish. Okay. There you go. Just face and an opportunity. I'm definitely taking my time with it, but it's taking it one day at a time. That's how I'm moving forward with it. Um, so let's talk about your passion. You know, what are you passionate about as a whole? Because when you wear so many hats the way you do, I always ask the word, the question about passion because where's the root coming from as far as what drives you right now? Uh, I mean, just in general, I'm 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 a Taurus. Torians are, are, are passionate just in general. Um, so, you know, I, I got it honest. Um, I, I'm just a passionate person. You know, they, they say, you know, if you follow your passion, it will, it will introduce you to your purpose. And I truly mm -hmm. believe that. So I, I just, I, I'm not a person, I never really worried about money. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was never, I didn't do things for money. I did them because I loved them. I did things because I was and am passionate about mm -hmm. them. I'm a passionate person. And I believe when you follow your passion, you follow your heart, it will always lead you to where you're supposed to be. And, and so I believe that, um, you know, and, and I think that successful people will tell you the same. Don't focus on money. Money will find you when you become good at what you do. Right. Don't worry about fame. It will find you when you're good at what you do. Like, you know, there's there's people on here who are singers. There are people on here who are dancers, who are writers. There are people here who are actors. You know, if you dive into what you say you love, it will meet you. You yeah. don't have to worry about looking for it. It will meet you. Whatever you're looking for is also looking for you. That's deep. Whatever you're looking for is also looking for you. I love that. So when it comes to dance, when you first started on your journey, um, what were some of the stepping stones that you took to get to the level that you are today? Wow. I mean, it, a lot happened. You know, I had some, some very early mentors rest in peace shabadoo everybody knows him as ozone in the movie breaking he was an incredible mentor to me you know when i was on club mtv you know he put me under his wings and i end up being on broadway at the age of 21 because he introduced me to a show a director and a writer that was bringing a show to broadway so mm -hmm. i have broadway broadway credits because you know he you know mentored me and so that was that was very early in my life. And before that, in high school, I had a, a teacher named Sandra Scottnick um, who took me on and and just really, you know, set a precedent in my life because she sent me to a place called Castleton State College when I was like 16 years old to perform. Wow. I picked two other guys. Um, they were doing, you know, like this big kind of party and the DJ, you know, they wanted street dancing was hot at that time. And you know, I, I went with two other guys to Castleton State College in Vermont. And mm -hmm. that led me to meeting the DJ who was graduating that year. But his name is Scott Sterling. The world knows him as DJ Scott LaRock from Boogie Down uh, Productions. Right. And so Scott LaRock became my first manager that I ever had. 
And so I had some great mentors who taught me more than just the business, um, but they taught me show business is a compound word. The show is what you do, but the business aspect of it has to be respected as well. So mm. I had some great mentors very early on. How important would you say those mentors are in general? Not, not specifically your mentors, but just mentorship as a whole. How important is that to somebody's success? Well, I, I you know, I, I, it's incredibly important. I mean, think about, you know, what I was able to do because I had mentors. You know, without mentors, sometimes people, you know, won't get to spaces and places um, at maybe as quick, not saying that they won't get there, but maybe, you know, there's a lot of rough road or terrain ahead because they didn't have a mentor to teach them. You know, each mm -hmm. one teach one, we can reach one. And so I find that when you have a mentor that can teach you properly, you can learn from their mistakes and don't have to make the same mistakes that they made. So, you know, they can, they can set you off on a, on a smoother road, so to speak. And mm -hmm. you're, you're able to, um, to just have a, a easier journey, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I, I told you, I've, I've read books. There's a, there's a book um, called Siddhartha that, that I read. That's a very, very powerful story. Um, there's books like Think and Grow Rich that I read. There's The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, there's The Alchemist. You know, all of these books I made my friend. And so, you know, as I told you, you know, I'm a lover of knowledge. So it was important for me to to study as I go. Because Absolutely. then even though I was a student, I learned that the best students become the best teachers as well, right? If you're a good student, you can be a good teacher. Right. Um, you reminded me of a mentor I had in uh, middle school, actually. And I always say this on the podcast. So excuse me if you guys heard this before. I'm quite sure I haven't told him this. So I had a teacher in middle school. He asked the class, he said, what is the difference between a smart man and a wise man? And so he was like, if anyone can tell me the answer, I'm going to give free movie tickets to the whole class. So, of course, I went home. I was thinking about it. I was thinking long and hard on it. And I just could not come up with the answer. So when I went back to school the next day, to make a long story short, he said a smart man learns from his own mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So he doesn't have to make those mistakes. That's how you get ahead. Absolutely. Light bulbs went off when yeah. you said that. I'll never forget it. Yeah. I mean, because you, you can progress, but again, it, it doesn't mean that you have to make the same mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. So knowledge, K-N-O-W, L-E-D-G-E, -E, right? To know, you have to take action and still jump off the ledge. So it's an Ooh. action word. Once you know, you still have to take action and jump off the ledge. So what that simply tells me is knowledge coupled with action creates the wisdom. That's deep. That's deep. I've never heard it explained like that before. That's awesome. Okay, so moving forward with your uh, dancing career, I don't want to just stay on the dancing career um, too long, but I definitely want to hit a couple key points. Um, Stomp the Yard, let's talk about that. That had to have been one of the most exciting roles for you to play in because that was basically your passion on on screen, like literally yeah. right there in front of you. 
Well, before we get to Stump the Yard, we have to talk about the process of me even getting there, which, right. and, and I can say this in two words, Michael Jackson. So my whole life, I wanted to work with Michael. He was and is still inspirational to me, was my inspiration. And I feel like, honestly, everything that I did in terms of my dance and my choreography was to get to work with him. I can honestly say that. And so I was blessed enough to work with him in 1995 for about a year. Mm. Um, and, you know, I learned that dreams do really travel. Dreams do come true. And then the following year, I worked with Prince. So, wow. you know. Wow, that's it's, amazing. It's, it's like, to me, Stomp the Yard happened because I pushed hard enough. I held the vision and trust the process. And, you know, years later, I was able to do a movie, you know, and couple both my acting and my dancing together um, which is something that I wanted to do, but I, but I have to give props to John Travolta because he truly was my inspiration to do that, watching Saturday Night Fever, mm -hmm. you know, watching Saturday Night Fever, watching John Travolta, you know, in this amazing performance, right, in this movie, I was like, I want to do that in my life. I want to be able to dance and act. And so Stomp the Yard was the vehicle that afforded me the opportunity to do that. So I'm, I'm very thankful to, um, you know, Sony Screen Gems. I'm, I'm thankful to Will and, and, and Rob, Will Packer. You know, I actually played Will Packer. Um, the, the character that I played was Will Packer um, when he wow. was at A&M. Um, I didn't learn this until I, you know, until I was doing the movie. So that was great to learn. That was like his line number, I believe. And, uh, you know, um, my my line uh, name was Big Brother Blue Chip, right? right. So, um, and it makes sense for Will because look what he's done in his life. I mean, I think he's directing the Oscars this year. Mm. So, you know, Will Packer's done some really big things. That's such an amazing journey. I mean, with a resume like that, come on now. Michael yes, Jackson, Prince. And, and yeah. the, the the share just knowledge. The you know. Spice Girls. Yes, um, so many. Uh, George Michael. I choreographed for George Michael, the Spice Girls. Um, you know, when I was, you know, I went to, I used to go to England all the time. Um, um, love England. Um, and, uh, you know, Salt and, you know, I worked, I danced for Salt and Pepper. I'm in the Waterman video and I danced in the shoot video, but mm -hmm. I choreographed for SWV, High Five, Color Me Bad, um, Lisa Lisa, New Kids on the Block. I mean, just so many people. And of course, everybody knows about Britney Spears and St. Jennifer Lopez, Enrique Iglesias, um, uh, Christina Aguilera, Genie in the Bottle, you know. And, what was and, the, what was the pinch yourself moment? Because with everything you just named, for somebody, just one of those encounters would have been enough to make them feel like, I'm doing it, I made it. So for you, what was that, is this real? Every moment, moment was a pinch myself moment. Working with Michael Jackson, meeting Michael was a pinch myself. Meeting Prince was a pinch myself. Choreographing for Spice Girls was a pinch myself. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they were all pinch myself moments because they were dreams mm -hmm. that came true. You know, and so, so you saw it first. 
you saw it in your mind you saw it in your mind first you have to you have to you have to feel it in your heart and see it in your mind in order for it to manifest in the physical world right so that's what holding the vision the vision is in your mind's eye and Mm -hmm. trusting the process to allow it to get to a space and place where it manifests in the physical realm you Mm. see that's where it's all created i mean Think about it. Years ago, they had the Jetsons. They were talking on telephones. Now we're talking on telephones virtually, right? Right. So it had to be in somebody's mind first. And so I tell people, you know, don't shy away from imaginative creativity. Live there. Right. So you just hit a a key note that I want people to really focus on. You said trusting the process. When you trust the process, that's not always the easy part. You know, that's the that's, that's one the of the work. most difficult parts. That's the work. If you give up on Monday, there is no Tuesday. Right. If you give up, you might be a a, a you know, there's there's um there's a saying, miners, right? Miners, gold miners, right? There are people who dig, 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 dig. But some people gave up and then mm-hmm. they sold the land. The other people started excavating, right? And they went five more feet and they hit gold, right? Absolutely. And they got the mine. So if you give up just because you're tired, if you give up just because it's difficult, you're giving up on so much more, right, than just your dreams. You're giving up on your dreams plus the fact that you're giving up on somebody else's dreams. And people say, Darren, what do you mean? Well, your dreams might be somebody else's inspiration. Mm, that's true so you're doing yourself a disservice as well as somebody else who could have been inspired by you you know i like to always say dreams don't die until you quit on them because as long as you believe in your dreams and you're working towards to reach that goal they're going to always be a possibility for them to become a reality that's right But the moment you start working towards your dreams is the moment you don't give your team the opportunity to take on that life that it needs to have you know, um, so that's an important um, key is to trust the process because Absolutely. so many people can give up, you know, um, and, and speaking about giving up, what do you say to that person that's been working hard for a very, very long time? They've been consistent, you know, they, they've had their rough patches and they're just trying to endure. Well, there's also an ideology that goes along with that, right? You, you have to pay attention to what you're getting in life. And if you set out for something, but it keeps turning up where there's resistance, then you don't keep going that way. You, you stop that. You have to also notice what you're giving mm. and then notice what you're getting, right? And if what you're getting is not what it is that you desire, then you've got to change something. You've got to do something a different way, a new way, right? You don't just keep doing the same things, expecting new results. You're getting results. They're not the ones that you want. That has nothing to do with giving up. Giving up simply means that what you have or what you desire is on its way, right? It's like feeling good and feeling bad. When you feel bad, you stop what you desire, right? Mm -hmm. So think about feeling good right? And working towards it. It's meeting, feel good, feel good. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And one day you hold it because you match the frequency. Now, when you want something and you feel good, it comes. When you feel bad, it pauses. 
Mm. When you feel good, it comes again. When you feel bad, it pauses. That's true. If you feel bad perpetually, it's going to pause perpetually. The only way that you can have physically manifestation of what you want is when you vibrate like it, right? You can't put $100 in the bank and expect to take 1000 out of the ATM. You didn't put that in. It's not going to work that way. You get you get out what you put in. I like that. You get out what you put in. Absolutely. You know, it's an amazing um, way to really perceive things. And it's a good perspective to look at it from the point of view of someone who's actually done it. You know, that's why I like to have people on the show that I can actually speak with that can not just talk the talk, but they walk the walk. You know, um, I feel like that's very relatable. And that's what people really need. You know, they need to see that beacon of hope sometimes, like, hey, it can be done. You know, regardless of what your circumstances are, you know, you may feel like I may have not been born in the best situation. And, you know, I, I don't think I can make it because of X, Y, Z. But when you see somebody who's been in worse conditions or somebody who has been there, yes, sir. it really is not a lot of room for excuse. Yeah. You know, um, you Most can put of the two time, people the, in... pe the, the reason that people don't have what they want is the excuses they give for not having it. Right. So it, that's it, true. You, you can't have it if you're given excuses for not having it. Right. You you work through it. You work through it. You you sometimes you have to stop. You reset. Start again. You know, when, when I did the television series Soul Food, which is still, uh, you know, huge all over the world, people are asking for them to reboot it with the same cast. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't, I didn't take acting classes then. That's not when I was taking classes. You know, I went to an audition and I booked the role for Soul Food. And I won the role because I, I, I dove into it. I remember locking myself in a hotel for five days, practicing my lines. I was watching the movie over and over and over again because it was a movie before it was a television series. And I remember Makai Pfeiffer, which is my boy today, right? Mm -hmm. Makai Pfeiffer, I just remember watching him. And I was like, I know this guy. I grew up with guys like that in, in the Bronx. And so what I did was I just told the truth when I auditioned. I didn't try to be hard. I didn't try to be sexy. I didn't try to be, you know, that dude. I just told the truth about what Lem Van Adams was going through. And because I believe I told the truth at that time, again, unknown actor, right? Having, right. Didn't, didn't act since I was on Broadway. But then I booked a role that would still, you know, 21 years later, still be a huge fan favorite across the world. So, Absolutely. you know. So how important is it to do things that nobody else is willing to do when it comes to your success? Well, it all depends on you. You know, you know, I think, you know, forgive me, but that's a little bit rhetorical. There's no help coming. And what I mean by that is people help people who want to help themselves. Right. Right. So there's no help coming that mindset or that ideology that's associated to that simply means I've got to do it. It's my responsibility. I've got to respond to my ability, responsibility, responding to my ability right. is responsibility. So I have to be responsible for what my dreams are. I have to be responsible for what I feel. I have to be responsible for the 
image that I want to project out into the world, right? Absolutely. It's my responsibility. Nobody else can do it. It's like, you know, graduating school. Nobody can take the test for you. Nobody can take your life's test. Those That's are the true. tests that you have in your life so you can grow and learn and offer the world what you what you came to offer them. Man, that's deep. So I, I kind of want to transition a little bit into, let's talk about this MTV Music Award. You know, um, the one you got for best choreography in the year 2000. Explain some of the hard work slash time that you invested in your craft to get on that level. And what did that moment mean for you when you finally reached it? Well, then going back to the original question, I was passionate about mm -hmm. it. And so, you know, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So it was a passion project for me that I wanted. I was inspired by um, Anthony Thomas, who choreographed Rhythm Nation. He was a street dancer. Mm -hmm. um, he choreographed Rhythm Nation for Janet Jackson. And I was inspired by him. And I was like, if he could get one, I could get one. And I right. wanted one. And so, you know, I'm thankful that, I'm thankful to myself. I'm like Snoop Dogg. I want to thank Darren Dewitt Henson, you know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful to the Most High for, you know, allowing me, you know, the, the, the mindset that I have. I'm, I'm thankful for those people who I practice with. I, I'm thankful for all the street dancers that, you know, I battled and, and the ones that I practice with in, in order for me to, to, to do what I did, I had to go through things. Mm -hmm. And but you go through it to grow through it to ultimately glow through it. And now today I'm not only the recipient of the MTV Music Award, but I also um, own the dance. I, I you know the the, the the bye 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 dance is mine. Like I, wow. I I I copy wrote that dance a long time ago. So you know every time it shows up somewhere, cha ching, I get a check. So that's amazing. You know, I know that's a great feeling. Show business. Absolutely. You took care of the business and you ran the show. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So um I, I was watching one of your interviews previously that you had, and um you had said when you got the award, it was a feeling like you could finally get to say I told you so. Explain what you meant by that, as far as I finally got to feel or there say a lot of people, I told you so. There are a lot of people who never thought I was going to get it. And one thing about me, when you tell me I can't do something, that's just fuel for me. I'm like, mm. I'm going to show you now. And so, you know, young guy from the Bronx, didn't have a lot of money growing up, mm -hmm. you know, but I, but I had heart, I had passion, and I had a vision. So for me, it was about proving to myself, but showing the world, you know, that I could do this. And if I could do it, then that means young men and women who look like me could do it as well. And not right. necessarily only for them, but anybody who loves inspiration. I happen to be a person who loves inspiration. I love to be inspired. Um, I'm a gold getter, right? I'm a gold getter. Gold getter. So, I love it. Yeah. So for me, it was about, you know, hard work I'm, I'm not um, a stranger to. And it was an opportunity for me to prove myself and, and my self-worth and my value to myself because I made a promise to myself that I was going to do it. Now, based on our conversation so far, the vibe that I'm getting is that you embrace unchallenged in your life. Like, 
you don't run from it. You I'm go right at it. Absolutely. So <laughs> speaking on challenges in your life, I know it had to be somewhat of a transition to move from choreography to acting. I mean, I get it. You wear a lot of hats, but you do understand in every hat is like a profession, you know, to somebody. And you have to really nourish it and, and grow and learn it. So, well, well, the truth be told, when I started acting, like when I did Soul Food, it was positive frustration. I was frustrated because I had worked with everybody I wanted to work with. I mm -hmm. did everything I wanted to do. The only thing that I hadn't done is won an MTV Music Award. And in 1999, uh, Jordan Knight, a uh, member of the New Kid on the Block, right? Right. Um, I worked with him on his solo project, and I choreographed a song in his tour for Give It To You. And we were nominated for MTV Music Award, and I lost to Ricky Martin's Vita Loca. And so I was just pissed off. I was sad. I was angry. But I understood because Vita Loca was a great video. Shout out to Ricky Martin and Tina Landon. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I wanted it. So I was like, I'm done. I'm done with the industry. And so I just, I needed a new challenge. So I started acting. I went to the audition. I booked the role. Mm -hmm. And that year, that same year, um, NSYNC's manager came and said, you know, because I had worked with them, you know, prior to, to uh, No Strings Attached. Right. And he said, look, you know, we, we've got this song and uh, it's got to be hot. It's got to be the, the thing because they're being released from their contract. Um, and, you know, I was the guy who choreographed their Disney special when they were first introduced in America. Um, and he was like, this has got to be the biggest thing. And mm -hmm. I was like, nah, I'm an actor. I'm an actor now. And he was like, you got to do this, Darren. You got to do this. The guys want you. Right. And so, of course, I said yes and choreographed Bye Bye Bye. And, of course, that would be the thing that got me my MTV Music Award that same year in 2000. So it's, it's really interesting how it happened because I you was know, frustrated in 99. But then in 2000, he convinced me to choreograph. And then I won my MTV Music Award. So for me, it was complete. You mm -hmm. know, the, the only thing I hadn't done was a movie. And then, of course, Stomp the Yard came along, you know, uh, seven years later. Now, that's amazing because when I think about it, you know, that means that's when you're really good at something. When you try to go ahead and move on to the next challenge and, <laughs> and someone is pulling you back and say, hold on, we need you over here. We need you. And you like, I'm already did, focused. Jennifer did the same thing to me in 2001. She's like, Darren, I need you. I was like, nah, Jen, I'm acting now. She was like, whatever. Come do this <laughs> song for me. And I did Love Don't Cost a Thing. And that blew up. So right. I, I've learned not to say no when people you know, call upon me for my artistry. So in any form or fashion, if, if I'm lucky enough, if I'm blessed enough that somebody wants to work with me, I say yes now. I mean, so far it's been working out great for you. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, everyone who's called you is like, you know, you were, they knew exactly what they needed and you were the key to that puzzle, you know, to really make it a success. So I think that's awesome. Um, so what are some of the things you do to stay focused when there's so many, many, when there's so many moving pieces in your life, you know, uh, wow. how do you stay focused? Um, well, I, I can honestly tell you this. I'm, I'm doing this right now. I'm on a fast right now. I'm fasting. Um, I haven't eaten anything today. Um, that, that helps keeps, that helps to keep me aligned. Mm -hmm. Um, I meditate. Um, I work out. 
Um, um, you know, I, I box, I practice martial arts. Um, so those are the things that, you know, I read. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just try to lock myself in to a space where, not try, either you do or you don't do. But right. what I know is when it's really time to, to ground myself, I do it. And like right now, I'm on I'm on a seven day fast. Um, uh, so you know, I I do the things that I know I need to do to get me to the next level without excuses. That's deep. Doing the things that you need to do to get to the next level without excuses. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's so easy to come up with excuses and mm -hmm. anything that you do. Um, the only way to push through is to just do it. You know, at, the, yeah. at the end of the day accept so the I, pain whatever the pain is going to be and just and just get it done because your 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 life right like people will tell you you know like and when i say people i mean the masters the people that have done it like you know your success is on the other side of fear your success is on the other side of pain right mm -hmm. so i've i've learned these for myself you know many many times and so i i know what to do when it's time to get it done I root myself and get it done. Absolutely. I love to hear it. Can you share with us a piece of advice that someone in show business has given you that will stick with you forever? Ask more of myself than anybody could ever ask of me. That way I'll always be prepared. Ask more of yourself. Say it one more time for me. I want to make sure I got it. I ask more of myself than anybody could ask of me. That way, I will always be prepared. Wow. That's awesome. I had to hear it again. That's awesome. So when it comes to your legacy, on this show, we always talk about legacy. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, to be honest, to be a person who saw what he wanted, held the vision and trust the process, and, and watched it manifest. I, I want to be a living example to people. When they say it's difficult, I go, what about me? When they go, it's hard, I go, and what about me? And if they go, can we do it? I go, and what about me? Look what I've done. Look what we can do. Know that the past, the present, and the future are all connected, right? Think about what you've gone through. Think about where you are and think about where you want to go. They're all connected. Absolutely. Everything's connected. I love it. Um, and I know you've been real busy. I appreciate your time so much for coming through. It wouldn't be right if I didn't ask you any questions about season four of the family business. So I'm gonna get right to it. I, I don't know any. I don't know anything about season four. You um, don't know anything about season four? I could no, nothing. I could tell you that the the show that's airing right now, um, Double Cross, is incredibly successful right now so we're in our third season you can watch double cross on the all black network okay um, watch all black the streaming platform shout out to them gibsons it's doing incredibly well um so thank you for all of those people who are supporting double cross and the family business um season three was off the chain absolutely the best season um that we had it was incredible um Shout out to all the family business um, fans, all those people who, you know, love 
my character, Orlando Duncan. Thank you so much for riding and rocking with me. Um, you know, Orlando Duncan is a power. You know, he's a powerhouse and, and he's a boss. But, um, you know, I don't know anything about season four. I got you. But listen, I just want to say I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming through. I really am inspired by our conversation so far. And I know so many people that's going to be listening in on our radio will also feel inspired. So thank you just, so much for your time. Before we sign off, I just got to say this. Remember, you are already validated by the most high. You don't need anybody else's approval. And you already are more than enough. And you have to approve that message. I want everybody to get a God's Billboard t-shirts, www.godsbillboardtshirts.com. Come to my website, pick up a positive affirmation t-shirt, support the movement, get one of my books, Intimate Thoughts in the Spirit of Change, um, uh, Life's Teachable Moments, um, Ain't That the Truth, they're all there, www.godsbillboardtshirts.com. And that's uh, on Instagram as well, gods.billboard.com t-shirts on instagram come support the movement get a shirt get a book i love you guys to life thank you so much for watching um god bless you absolutely y'all make sure y'all go get the t-shirt go get the book definitely support my brother up here i appreciate you so much once again thank you for stopping by king legend talk Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.